Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to In Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Ange Rodriguez, and I'm speaking to you from a hostel called Hostel Vista Serena here in Manuel Antonio, which is on the Pacific Coast, a very beautiful uh, beach town here, very touristy. Um, yeah, and on this episode, you're going to hear about hostel living with Breedland Donahue. She, discussed, she lived in a hostel in Puerto Rico, and she discusses the difficulties of living in a hostel, the ease of travel when it comes to working in a hostel, and also why she would love to do it again. And of course, she discusses uh, Puerto Rico as a whole. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. This is a quick one. This is In Living Color, Abroad. All right, well, let's welcome Breland to In Living Color Abroad. Breland, welcome. Hi, thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, just let you guys know, Breland is very nervous, so... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like literally shaking. Yeah, literally shaking. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's fine. the coffee. Yeah, it might be. No, so yeah. uh, start off by telling um, my listeners a little bit about yourself. All right, well, my name is Breland. Uh, I grew up in Tennessee, so I spent a lot of time up in the mountains biking, super outdoorsy, and I have spent the last couple of years just traveling. I'm just addicted to traveling, meeting new people, uh, different cultures, and that's, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's cool, though. Um, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, oh, uh, where in Tennessee? Um, well, right now I'm in Nashville, but I was born and raised in Knoxville. Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and what? So tell us a little before we get into like this whole, you know, you living abroad for a little bit and you know all your travels. Like, what is no, for someone that doesn't know anything about Knoxville, which is me. Um, how would you, how would you describe, uh, growing up in Knoxville, Tennessee? Like, how would you describe that? Um, I would describe it as a very s- suburb area, uh, very, I almost said whitewashed, and I mean not, uh... You can say that's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, just very family-oriented, there's a bunch of families, uh, Outside of Knoxville, probably about 45 minutes, we have the Smoky Mountains. So I would spend a lot of time as a kid with my dad and brother biking to the mountains, fishing, canoeing. Um, yeah, I would I would say it's a very small city, even though it's pretty big, but everyone knows everybody. And, and how would you how would you compare that to living in Nashville now? Which is obviously a, a much more bigger oh, it's city, I'm assuming. Completely different. Uh, Nashville, of course, it's a lot bigger. Uh, no one is actually from Nashville. Like it's a mm. bunch of transplants from all around the U.S. Um, everyone's here to be a country music star, basically. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> really, is that true? Everyone of me is like, oh yeah, you know, I'm here for country music, which is fine. I mean. So, well, it sounds like it sounds like you're judging it. them, but uh, I'll let that pass. <laughs> no, I know. 
Nashville has a lot more things to do. Like, of course, there's a lot more restaurants. There's music playing every night. Like, you can always find a place to go listen to some music, go grab a drink, um, which is a complete op. I mean, now in Knoxville, like, Knoxville's growing. So we have a lot of new restaurants and music. It's starting to grow, but uh, it still has that small-town feel. I'm definitely a small city kind of girl. Like, I've spent most of my life living near the woods. And, yeah, it's just been a really difficult adjustment. Mm, has it? Okay, we're going to get, yeah. get into that a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but um, I was going to say, okay, so you, I, you just mentioned, like, it's a great segue. You're a small city girl and all this stuff. Now you're in Nashville. So tell me about how you came across a move, literally move your entire life, albeit for a few months, but still move, right? You're still living somewhere else, uh, to Puerto Rico. How did that even happen? What is what is work away? Because I remember meeting you. Oh, by the way, I didn't give you guys the feedback, uh, the, the background. So I met a brilliant in Puerto Rico. So I was on vacation over there, like, what was it, like three years ago probably now? 2017. 2017, so almost three years ago, right? Yeah. In July, I went for my birthday, and I was, uh, what should I call it? I was in uh, San Juan, the capital, and then I decided to do like an island trip uh, for a couple nights to Culebra, which is a beautiful island, and that's where I met Breland. She was working at the only hostel on the island, I believe. <laughs> and she, yeah, she was working there. It was really cool, and we and we, like people in the hostel were mad chill. We were hanging out and stuff like that. And it was really, it was a really great time. But yeah, that's just the background for those that don't know how I uh, know Breland. But yeah, sorry. So how did you get to Puerto Rico? How did that happen? Okay. So this is kind of a long story, but... Um... Try to make it short. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... I, I will. I'll try to make it I'm short. joking. Um, <laughs> I Okay. So we, or I, um, throughout college would study abroad for specific classes and my first study abroad trip I took was to Greece. Mm. And while I was in Greece, one of our tour guides, uh, I was like just talking to her about uh, how I was having a great time uh, studying abroad and how I wish that there was a way that I could travel more, but it was just so damn expensive. And... Uh, she started talking to me about woofing, which is like another website where people travel around and they do more of like gardening and outdoor work, which sounded cool, but that wasn't really something <laughs> I wanted to do. <laughs> That's not really down my alley. Like I like the outdoors and stuff, but mm -hmm. digging in dirt and stuff just wasn't something I was looking to do. But, um... I was like, oh, you know, that's that's cool. Fast forward a year later, I went to South Africa to study biology, and I stayed in a hostel while I was there. And the people working in the hostel were just, like, having a great time. I'd, like, hang out with them. And when I had free time, and we'd go on, like, excursions and things. And I asked them how they were able to work at the hostel and, like, what they did. And they told me about the website WorkAway. I was like, work away. I was like, I've never, I've never heard of that. They're like, yeah, it's really cool. Like you make yourself a profile and you can talk to like different people all around the world who are looking for work to come work for them for room and board. I was like, huh. 
So I went back home and I went back to school and I decided that that summer, I was like, I want to, I want to go away for this summer. Like I want to try this work away website. So I went on it and you can go on the website and you can see like the places that are looking for people to come work for them and all of that. But you have to pay like an annual fee, Mm. a membership to actually contact people. So I went on there and I originally started with another person. Like we made one together. We're like, oh, like we should, you know, make this work away profile and try to go somewhere as a team or, you know, like friends. So we didn't go by ourselves because we were kind of like iffy about the whole situation. But, uh. (laughs) Well, that's funny coming from me because you you solo travel a lot, so I didn't think you would be hesitant to do that. I solo traveled after Puerto Rico. Oh, I did not. Okay. Every time before, I was going like um, for school, so I would go abroad, but I would end up meeting my class. Got it. And just uh, also for the people listening, because I already had an episode about female solo travel, and uh, Breland is probably the first girl that I met that did a lot of solo travel that and like did crazy stuff like solo traveling like you are definitely uh you have a lot of guts <laughs> Just, like you have hitchhiked you've done a lot of stuff we'll get into that because we had an episode like that so sorry but no i'm joking <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no but like you definitely are the first person because i was when i met you and we started talking and you told me about the like well after obviously after puerto rico right and you're talking about all these experiences you were having i'm like you're insane it's like, crazy because yeah. I didn't like I at that point I was still soul traveling but not as much and I was like wow you have a lot of guts but yeah sorry continue <laughs> but yeah so I made my profile and I was trying to decide where I wanted to go and at the time Puerto Rico was super cheap to fly to uh so I was like you know what I'll, I'll start I'll start with Puerto Rico so I started contacting people in Puerto Rico through Workaway and I wrote to several hostels because they have all different things on Workaway. Like you can work as like a nanny. You can really? do tech work. Oh yeah, it's everything. Like they have tech work. They have like some people need help like building websites or their Airbnbs or whatever. There's like a thousand different things you can do. So, uh, oh, there's tutoring. Like if you want to go and like tutor. That's cool. People, yeah. So, um, yeah, I decided that I wanted to work at a hostel. Why a hostel? What made you decide to do that? <laughs> After meeting the people at the like hostel in South Africa, I was like, I, I definitely want to try this. Mm. And you're constantly meeting new people, like, going in and out of the hostel. So, I, I get really tired with specific routines, and they seem to not have, like, you know, every day was completely different, and I really like that. So. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Um, so take us so, cool. so, so you you applied right and then what like you do you apply to a lot of places or just Puerto so Rico I wrote several different people in Puerto Rico like different hostels and waited to hear back and I heard back from a couple but there was this one hostel called Casa Centurce can you pronounce that <laughs> Casa Centurce oh yeah yeah I'm not gonna be able to say it like that <laughs> 
Cause it's in Turkish. There you go. I can't roll my R's, Angel. I know. Um, I'm, I'm not, I didn't say you have to. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So they like contacted me and they're like, yeah, like we would love to do a phone interview with you just to see if you would be a good fit for our hostel. And this hostel was in San Juan. So they called me and we had about probably an hour-long interview. Wow. Yeah, it was long. And they just talked about, like, work history and, like, what I would be able to bring to the hostel. Just, I don't know, regular interview questions. And, uh, yeah, so after about a week, I heard back, and they're like, yeah, we'd love for you to come and stay at the hostel with us. But a lot of hostels have a, uh, they need you to at least stay six weeks, mm. like five to six weeks. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a big commitment. But uh, yeah, so I flew to Puerto Rico. But wait, you took that and, job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I forgot one. about this. Okay, so you were you actually worked in San Juan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I worked in San Juan before I came to Culebra. Okay, got it, okay. So I stayed five to six weeks in San Juan, and then I went to Calabria and stayed another four to five weeks. So when you when you when you tell your family, hey, I'm gonna be gone for six weeks working in a hostel, like where was their reaction? Like your family? My dad was terrified. Like <laughs> he's like, oh my god, you're gonna show up there and you're gonna be like abducted or like. I don't know, all sorts of crazy things. He was really nervous. And he's like, you need to give me addresses, like people's names. <laughs> and he, he was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Were you really like, nervous or no? I was nervous. I was nervous, but um, I did a lot of research on the hostel before I even left to go stay there. And, okay. uh, which... <laughs> It had great reviews. It, w- it was a fun hostel, but uh, I met some very interesting people there. Um, I mean, that has to be the cool thing about... Yeah, so let's get to that, right? So you're there, and so, like, is, like, the first week difficult or what? The first week was very difficult. Like, I almost left and went back home. <laughs> uh, I did. I did. I was like, this is, this is just not what I thought it was going to be. So... Uh, why why not though what, what what happened that you thought it wouldn't so um all the work aware's we stayed in the studio apartment down the street from the actual hostel there were four bunk beds in the studio apartment in this like tiny kitchen and shower there's no ac jesus no ac in fucking no puerto rico AC. holy fuck it was fuck. so hot and i was like I, it it was rough. Like the first night, I remember trying to sleep. I was like covered in sweat. Oh my god! I it, that's it was fucked just, up. Honestly, that's messed up. Yeah, it, it <laughs> it's not like they didn't tell us, you know. Oh yeah, there's no AC, and you're gonna be like in this, this little studio apartment with like eight of you. And uh, how many bathrooms? There was one bathroom. Oh, for eight of you? Literally, like you could wash your hands and like go to the bathroom at the same time. Like it was tiny. Wait, one uh, bathroom for eight people? Yes. (laughs) And you lived there. (laughs) And I lived there. And I lived there. But I 
was, I was kind of, I, I don't know, like, uh, I felt kind of like a diva when I first got there. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> am I, am I just like spoiling? Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a rough first probably two weeks just because I was adjusting to the heat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we would sleep with the windows open, but the problem was the mosquitoes. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. Holy yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, the mosquitoes were really bad. So I went and, like, bought myself a little fan from Walmart <laughs> and just, like, plugged it in and put it right in front of my bed because I just couldn't handle it. That's uh, that's really... And, and do you, anybody complain about, like, hey, why the hell is not an AC or, like, 20 fans in this room? <laughs> Yeah, no, so we all bought fans, that's a thing. Like, but you had to buy the fans. fans, they couldn't even provide that for you? No, we had to get them. There was like one fan that was provided. That's really messed up. I, w- I, w- I can't, see, so l- let's go into this hostel then, right? So let's fast forward a little bit, all right? So you're there, and uh, you obviously survive. <laughs> this sur- I, I barely, Puerto Rico survival barely. series in uh, San Juan. Um, and then you go to Culebra. What took you there? What decide, What made you decide to continue doing it after the six weeks? So the experience in San Juan, the first couple of weeks were rough, but I did end up meeting like amazing people, had a great time, uh, made a lot of friends. And I was like, okay, this, this is awesome. But um, yes, so I went to visit Culebra for a weekend while I was in San Juan because I wanted to go see it. And I heard about Flamingo Beach, and I was like, I gotta go see Flamingo Beach. Like, I just need new scenery, and it's—I uh, heard it was a lot slower pace. You know, it wasn't as much as like a party city kind of island. So um, I went to go visit, and of course, I stayed in the only hostel on the <laughs> island, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, I actually, a girl that I met in Greece was doing a work away at that hostel. Mm. Wait, and, the uh, friend that I met? Yeah. What's yeah, her name Cerulean. again? Cerulean. Yes, Cerulean. Yeah, she had a weird name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Cerulean. So we met each other in Greece two years prior. Yeah, so I went there, had an amazing time. I liked, like, the whole island pace of everything. Everyone was super nice. I liked that it was small. Um, yeah, it was pretty tiny. <laughs> I loved, I loved it. Like, because I got to know everybody. Yeah, and I ended up having a really good time. But How long did you stay there in Culebra? Um, when I went to actually go there as a work away, I was there for about four or five weeks. Okay, got it. And yeah. all right, so yes, Culebra, like you said, is obviously a lot slower pace and really small. And also, for those that have not been to Culebra, um, I highly recommend it. The most beautiful beach that I've ever seen in my life is there, and uh, Flamingo Beach, extremely beautiful beach, like out of a movie, honestly. Flamingo beaches. Yeah. It's really, at one point I think it was rated like number three. Yeah, like number three in the world, beach. like literally, yeah, it was, it was rated world, I think yeah. for a while the number three most beautiful beach in the world, and it's definitely deserves it. It's really breathtaking. So let's talk about what do you think it takes to work at a hostel? Because I thought about this right. Um, you know, and I've obviously you stay at hostels, I stay at hostels. A lot of people that listen to my uh, podcast, they've stayed at hostels as well. What do you think it takes to actually work at one? Because that's one thing I feel like I can't do. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I can... It would be perfect. You, you think it would be perfect? I don't know. Wait. service, hospitality. Okay, so, so boost my ego. Why would it be perfect at a hostel? Because <laughs> you you're really 
outgoing. A lot of it has to do with talking to the guests, interacting with them, uh, taking them out on excursions. I don't want to take anybody and, you out. Know, <laughs> yeah, like you, got, you would be amazing at that. You had like 20 friends in the one day that uh. you came. You're too kind. You're too kind. No, I I definitely think, but I I agree with you. Not that I would be great at it, but I agree with you that I think being social, I think that's why you you and I hit it off so well because you were very friendly. And I think the biggest thing, honestly, about hostels and the ratings that they receive is the hospitality that that guests receive when they go in there, right? Because it's not a hotel. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be more rugged. So you need something to make up for that ruggedness. You need the hospitality. You need people to be super friendly. And I think the, the idea of hostels is, hey, this is a cheaper option, but it's going to feel more family-like. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. And I think that's definitely uh, one huge characteristic. But you, got, you worked there. I didn't. So tell me what else you think uh, it takes like work at a hostel. Um, you need to definitely be able to work with a team because your hostel co-workers become your family. I mean, you're, you're staying in one room together, first of all. Yeah, that's crazy. You're with each other 24-7. Yeah. And yet, you know, have to work together to make the hostel run. Yeah, definitely communication. Or else the whole thing would just fall apart. <laughs> Got it. And like, so you have yeah. communication and being like, you know, warm. What else would you would you say or, or other qualities you think? I think you also need to be able to uh, learn information quickly like for example whatever area you're working in you need to know like what restaurants that people should go to how to get to specific beaches uh yeah you gotta be like a tour guide of sorts right you gotta know you gotta know the know yeah yeah because of course like um at the first hostel i worked at like i had to take people out like i'd have to take them around town show them different places like uh yeah same with culebra like that was part of the job was uh so group activities so what was your favorite part about being, like, working in a hostel? What was your favorite part about that? Um, my favorite part about working at the hostel was meeting new people every single day. And they were from all around the world. Like, we had people from Germany, Australia, um, New Zealand, like, South America, just... Everywhere, yeah. Um, Everywhere, everywhere. See, and that's honestly the most appealing thing to me, honestly, is that part. Is like, because that's the one thing I do love is meeting people from like everywhere. And that's why I like staying in hostels because you get to do that, you know? But like, I think the working in the hostel, like, I, you gotta, the one thing about myself that I think I know is that I'm not, like, I could do rugged, but only for, <laughs> for a certain amount of time. Like, I can't yeah. even imagine, like you said, working with people and having to live with people. But again, like, it shows, I think, a lot of character for you because that means, one, you know how to roll with the punches, you know how to adapt, and you know how to deal with tough situations. Because, I mean, let's face it, that's not easy to do because you're not going to like everybody that you work with. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you you still have to figure, you still have to make it work, you know, because you still got to, you know, you know, you still got to work. Literally, you have to work <laughs> with these yeah. people. Yeah. So, um, I think it's, um, it takes a lot. And like, honestly, I think it would be a good experience to have to be like, yeah, I live like in this place for two months. I worked at a hospital. Like, that's pretty. And again, it's a very easy way to see the country, right? Because you're they're paying for your food for food and board, right? Exactly. So, so that's yeah. a very easy way to. Um, obviously, you need you need money though, right? They're not paying you, are they? Yeah, no, they're yeah. not. Which is why. So that's why you actually you need to, like, you need save money before yeah, you do it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, so l- let's go. So all right, so you did that experience, and what do you feel? Th- what did you learn about that experience? Like, did it change you? Do you feel like you like you're a different person than before you did it, or what? 
been pretty easygoing and uh, get along with people pretty easily. But being in a room for six weeks with three other people and uh, it was, it was, I'm not, I would, I've never, it was kind of like being on the real world. Like, that's how I would. <laughs> You know, but you know what I think is also cool about hostels, like, because I remember like obviously being in Culebra and meeting you and meeting like Cerulli and your friend. I mean, like, just, just cool, you know, cool people all around, right? And like, and look, here we are, three years later, still in contact with each other. You're obviously in freaking Tennessee. I'm in Costa Rica, but then we ended up meeting, you know, meeting in New York City, and like yeah, how and Canada and Canada exactly in Toronto, right? Yeah. Exactly. So like, how cool is that? That you can meet people, cool people. And then you can still remain in contact because usually, and I'm sure this has to be the hardest part for you because it is, it's kind of for me a little bit when I stay in hostels, when you meet somebody really cool and then like, they're gone the next day. Like, <laughs> like no, that, that is very true. That right. And it's like, true. damn, well that's yeah. done. Like, okay, I guess. All right. All to the next one. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I'm meeting somebody new. So, so that's definitely something that's kind of, but it's also good. Right. Because I think it teaches you that things, that everything in life is temporary right that's very true yeah and so like you know you enjoy the moment more that way like you know the person's not going to be there forever so you just enjoy the moment that you can and i think it, it teaches you to be in the present a lot more so i can imagine for you working at a hostel like i i say this for me because i i you know i stayed at hostels but i can imagine for you living in one you know and working for one that you know it teaches that it, you're probably more in the present than you've ever been before that, that is very true. I've never thought about that. Because I would, I would. I would constantly meet people, make really good friends, and then they would be gone, like, the next day or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was cool, though. Yeah. Um, so, on, yeah. A, on, a, on a closing note, what would you... Why should... So, so two two-part question. First part, why should people not work in hostels? Why you should not work in a yeah, hostel. Yeah. If, you, if you like organization, a set schedule, and you like more luxurious things in life, like AC, uh, <laughs> I would not say, I would not say it's for you. Look, it's a rugged, it's, it's rugged. Like, it's not very, I, would, I wouldn't say it's a luxurious thing to do. Um, you deal with a lot of, crazy people coming into the hostel like uh i don't know you, d you deal with a lot like you're dealing with backpackers people are uh getting in arguments people are getting drunk and coming into the hostel it's just there, there's a lot you have to deal with but uh okay yeah <laughs> why should someone work in a hostel um you should work in a hostel because you're meeting people from all over the world with all different stories and uh it's it's like a family like 
you meet all these people and you can connect with them again. You can travel and see them in other countries. And uh, I don't know. It's I feel like it's an experience that everyone should have at least one time in their life. You learn about learn a lot about yourself and it's nice because it's a very simple way of living life. You don't really spend much time, you know, on like social media or computer or it's, I don't know. It's kind of like going back into time, honestly. Mm. It's just, you're there just connecting with people, having a good time, exploring the world together, I guess. And you would do it in, and you would do it again? In a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. wow. Where would you want to go? Um, after traveling uh, to several different places, uh, if I had to do a work away again, I think I would do it in Hawaii. Mm, wow. So it's so, so, so just a nice place to do it, right? <laughs> like, they're like, oh, I'll do it in Hawaii. <laughs> a beautiful place. In Maui, Maui, for sure. Got you, got you. Um, all right, final, really final, final question. What did you love about Puerto Rico? I absolutely loved the people in Puerto Rico. Everyone made me feel at home. Like, even when I was, like, walking down the street, they would invite me to sit with them and, like, have a drink and just hang out, like, uh, at the beach. I don't know. Everyone was just so friendly. Everyone was so friendly. And, uh, it was like a, it was like a, like a home. Like, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Breland. Um, again, I don't know how, <laughs> as I'm literally staying in a hostel right now as I'm, I'm uh, recording this, I don't know how I'll be able to work in a hostel. I just think it's. I can't do rugged for too long. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too bougie. I don't know. But maybe some of you could can do it. But I think it definitely requires a certain characteristic and uh, attitude like she uh, said. And she definitely has. She's super outgoing, super friendly, rolls with the punches. That's the type of uh, girl she is. And uh, that's what she's fun to hang around with. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing her experience and just craziness of sharing. Imagine that sharing one bathroom with eight people like... For two months, I think any amount of time is kind of crazy. So two months, I think, is a lot, too. But, uh, but yeah, hope you enjoyed. Um, next week, I don't know who I'm going to have on. And for the first time, I don't know when this episode would air because um, I'm literally leaving to New York two days from now as I'm recording this episode. And, yeah, so I'm going to be in New York. I probably won't be having, uh, interviewing people while I'm on vacation. So it might be in two weeks. I'm not sure. But I hope to maybe get an episode in before I leave. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and again, it'll be somebody cool. Somebody that helped me, you know, get a connect with. But yeah, uh, always don't forget to please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So far, I have 19 five-star reviews. So lucky number 20. I'm looking out for you. Uh, please leave that 20th review. And yeah, hope you enjoy. By the way, if you have not been here to Costa Rica, Emmanuel Antonio, I highly suggest you do. If you've been on my Instagram page, you've seen the beautiful sunsets. This hostel, Hostel Vista Serena, I highly recommend. Really dope, really cool, really cheap. Um, you know, you guys know I love cheap. So <laughs> I highly recommend staying here and in this town. But yeah, hope you enjoyed that episode. Talk to you soon. This is In Living Color, Abroad. Peace. <laughs>